0: Here with Eric Good, who's the producer and director of the smash hit Tiger King, and Eric's done all kinds of other things in his life too. He's an empresario, entrepreneur, artist, but right now it's all about Tiger King, Eric. And um, man, did you ever expect it was going to take the country by storm the way it has? I mean,
1: no, but of course, I, I mean, I did think it would be successful. You know, I, I think we We're very fortunate to stumble upon such an unbelievable story, but of course not. Um, You know, we have this crazy moment in time that's you know stranger than fiction, frankly, as is the series.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, what is it, first of all, I guess the question is, do you think it would have done as well if it wasn't for the coronavirus? I mean, how are these things like connected?
1: Well, of course, I don't think it would have done as well. We're at a moment in time where we have this captive audience, you know, we're not, there are no sports programs on, people are dying to have a reprieve from this, you know, the surreal moment that we're in. So obviously we have a captive audience watching captive cats, um, you know, so it, we've never been in a situation like this.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I never really thought about that captive audience and captive cats thing. That's that's truly, truly amazing. But, but still, I mean, I think it would have done well regardless. And and what is it you think that resonates with so many people about this, about this show? You
1: know, I mean, you know, when I set out, when we set out to make this series, Rebecca and I, um, we were fascinated with this sort of best in show, grizzly man aspect of people that keep exotic animals, more the pathology behind you know, why uh, you know people are so attracted to keeping tigers or, and, and, and chimps and primates and reptiles. And, and we looked at the whole, we casted, a, we casted a wide net initially, and then honed in on the big cat world uh, due to certain circumstances. So I, I would say first and foremost, the characters. And then of course, we stumbled upon this incredible story unbeknownst to us that Joe allegedly wanted to kill Carol Baskin and tried to kill Carol. Um, and so, you know, and, and it was bizarre because it was contemporaneous with the film. I of the story.
0: Yeah, I mean, the characters are really amazing. I mean, it, you know, is Joe exotic for real? I mean, that's really him?
1: I think you could see parallels between Joe and our current president. They both ran for president. Imagine if Joe had become president. No, you can't, you know, it, it, you can't make these people up. Um, you know, I mean, how can you, you know, I, I think if we had pitched this as a scripted series or scripted feature, it, you know, people would have thrown this back in our face because it just is unbelievable. You mean, how can you have characters like this? You know, I think someone would have said this is not possible, but truly reality is stranger than fiction.
0: Are, are all these people, the characters, good and evil, or any of them purely good or purely evil? Have you considered that?
1: I mean, look, I don't think anybody is purely evil. Um, I think that it, there's always shades of gray. In Joe's case, you know, there was, you know, and I still have a lot of empathy for Joe, and there were so many wonderful aspects to Joe, you know, you gotta love a openly gay, bullet-wearing, you know, flamboyant, country singing uh, man in red state Oklahoma. Um, but on the flip side, Joe, you know, along with a lot of these other characters created their own little universe, their own little worlds. And ultimately they played by their own rules. And, and as much as I love people that are obsessed with things and live outside of mainstream society, in this case, it was almost cultish, if not cultish. And Joe ultimately, played by his own rules, and, and really was his own worst enemy in the end. Um, I don't know if that answers your question, but.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, so, so Joe's in jail, in prison, he's got like a 20 year sentence or something like that, and I, I, I read that you thought that was maybe a, a little too long.
1: You know, look, he's got a 22 year sentence, he's 57 years old, so effectively he'd be 80 when he gets out, he doesn't have good health. Joe did horrible things to both animals and I think to people, and should Joe be punished? I think absolutely Joe should be punished, although I think our criminal justice system is sometimes only about punitive, uh, being punitive and not being reformative, and so I, I would wish that Joe wouldn't spend the rest of his life in prison, but it's not really for me to decide, sadly.
0: And, and what does Netflix have to say to you Eric? I mean they must be pretty damn happy right i I think they're happy <laughs> so are you, have they asked you to do another one or I mean you know what's next for Eric good
1: I don't know I, I I will say this my you know my current business hotels and and restaurants is not the business to be in obviously at the moment so Maybe this will send me in a new direction, making
0: documentaries. I think a lot of Americans hope so. Um, And finally, um, have you, um, like the rest of us, just thought about or or actually sang I Saw a Tiger? And can you maybe do one with me?
1: (laughs) Can I sing that? Yeah, yeah. I saw a, a tiger. Singer. I'm not going to do that for you, but I'll do a lot of things for you, but I won't do that.
0: <laughs> All right. I don't uh, think people want to hear me sing either, but
1: go ahead. <laughs> I'm not going to sing that, but uh, what was I going to say? No, I think I can sing scratch, Cat Scratch Fever better.
0: All right. We're going to have to probably do that another time, Eric. Leave it at that. Eric Good, producer and director of Tiger King. So great to see you and congratulations on an awesome show. Okay. Thank you very much.